You're listening to episode 63 of the Fat Field Female Podcast. Welcome to the Fat Field Female Podcast. I'm your host, Marsha Chow, a holistic nutritionist, personal trainer, and proud dog mama of two. I am obsessed with helping women achieve their goals, feel confident in their skin, and become empowered health advocates. This podcast is designed to help ambitious women thrive on a low-carb, high-fat lifestyle, so tune in each week as we talk all aspects of nutrition, improving your fitness, enhancing your mindset so that you can take inspired action and live your best life all starting from the inside out. I'm so happy to have you here. Now let's get started. Hello, hello, gorgeous, and welcome back to another episode of the Fat Field Female Podcast. And in today's episode, we are going to talk about why motivation is BS. Yes, motivation is a bunch of BS. It's a bunch of bullcrap. If you are relying on motivation to get you where you want to go, to get the transformation, to get the result, you most likely will not get there if you are only specifically primarily focusing on motivation because we don't feel motivated every single day. We feel motivated when life is good, when it's sunny outside, when we have good energy, when we are happy, when it's the new year, right? When it's a brand new spanking year, motivation is an all-time high. It's like there, it's a new year. It's a, it's a blank canvas. It's like new excitement, new hope. And this happens every single year. People make these New Year's resolutions, December 31st. They're like, this is the year I'm going to lose 10 pounds, 20 pounds, 30 pounds. This is the year I'm going to run a marathon. This is the year I'm going to be my fittest self. This is the year I'm going to meditate. This is the year I'm going to, you know, learn all this stuff about nutrition and cook my own foods. This is the year I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, okay? It is every single year this happens, okay? You are inspired AF December 31st. Even January 1st, you're like, heck yeah. Even the first week of January, people are like on this high. They're like, yes, this is the year. But what happens time and time and time again is the third, fourth, fifth week of January, most people quit. The motivation fizzles out. The motivation dies off. And in this episode, I'm going to go over three reasons why this happens. It happens every single year and it can happen to people every single month or it can happen to people every time they commit to or they try to make a change in their life, okay? So I'm going to go over three reasons why this happens and three reasons what you can do to stop primarily relying on motivation because it won't get you where you want to go. Okay, so number one, the number one problem why why people quit or why people don't get the transformation or the or the result is they set the expectation and the goal to be too high. So what what I mean by that is okay, for example, your goal is to lose those last annoying 15 pounds to have that flat stomach to get rid of bloating and you are going to do it by making dietary changes and by moving your body so you're like okay I'm quitting sugar I'm going to the gym four days a week I'm making all my own food I'm cutting out skip the dishes I'm cutting out alcohol I'm doing everything January 1st okay that is way too 
many things all at once, okay? And, you know, like your motivation, you you may do that for the first, like maybe, maybe you may do it for the first week, okay? But it's too many things all at once. You're overhauling your entire life and you have built habits and behaviors and patterns over the course of how old you are. And it's going to take more than motivation to just ninja kick these habits, ninja kick this default programming we revert back to. And really what it comes down to is the first step is recognizing if you have that pattern of, yeah, I'm doing everything all at once. This is me. And you quit because most people will quit when you try to change everything all at once. So that is the first mistake people do is they're like, I'm I'm so motivated. I'm so committed. I've hired a trainer. I'm doing this. And then it's like your brain goes into overwhelm because you're trying to throw everything out of what you're normally doing. You're trying to do everything all at once. Okay. So number two is say your goal is to lose 20, 30 pounds. Okay. And and, you know, you go back and you go through your timeline. You're like, okay, this is like the eighth time I've tried to do this. And so you, it's referred to as a self-fulfilling prophecy. And it's like your past beliefs, your past failed attempts will already predict what you perceive will be the outcome. So if you kind of look at your timeline, you're like, yeah, well, I failed that year. I failed this year. I did that. And this didn't work. You can, you can already kind of cause yourself to fail before you even get started. You can be like, oh my gosh, this goal is just too big. This goal of losing 30 pounds just seems just seems too too hard. So what you do, it seems too daunting. It seems dreadful. These are the things I'm going to have to give up. These are the things I'm going to have to do. And you just go down your laundry list of things that seem difficult and daunting and hard. So what you do, you don't do anything, Okay. And the last one is people only focus on taking the actions, okay? Going to the gym, making their meals, you know, buying healthier foods, getting rid of the packaged stuff, okay? Of course, we have to take action if we just think about losing 20 pounds or we just think about having a bigger butt or we just think about having nicer shoulders. Yeah, obviously, we all know nothing changes, right? So we have to take action to get a result. But why this becomes a problem is the actions you take only equate to 5% of your mind, okay? And I teach this in the Fat-Fueled Female Method. You have two parts of your mind, but I'm just going to give you the cliff notes here, okay? So the conscious mind action, okay? The actions you take, the behaviors, the what you are deciding to do, okay? So think of your conscious mind as your logical mind, your rational mind, your analytical mind, your decision maker. Think of your conscious mind as the captain of a metaphorical ship. It's like the captain is deciding where we are turning, where we are driving, when we are, when we are leaving, all of the things, okay? And then think of everyone below deck, the crew, as your unconscious, also referred to as your subconscious mind. Now, the crew is really important. The crew is going to make everything run smoothly. The crew is going to, you know, determine how everything uh, operates and works together. Now, think of the crew as your automations, your automatic responses, your patterns, your thoughts, your beliefs, your emotions, your past experiences, um, your programming, your trauma, your permanent memory bank. Think about 
your subconscious mind in the sense of like when you first learn to drive a car you're like okay 10 and 2 this is the brake this is the gas here is the rear view mirror you like are so aware of where everything is because you're learning this new skill now if you've been driving for 5 10 15 20 years it's like you can do it so unconsciously because it's so programmed in you because you've been doing it for x amount of time okay so your subconscious mind is responsible for 95 percent of your mind 95 and your subconscious mind is a busy mofo okay your subconscious mind is 60,000 thoughts a day 60,000 think about it you could be in a yoga class but you actually couldn't be present you could be like okay I gotta pick up my kid at three I gotta grab dinner I have to do I pick up the dry cleaning today did I leave the stove on okay I gotta get dog food like your subconscious mind is a busy 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 thing okay so when you only focus on five percent get the gym membership, buy the gym outfit, join the spin class, join the Pilates class, whatever it is, you are missing out of on 95% of your mind. 95, your beliefs, your capabilities, your identity, what patterns do you have? What past program we programming do you have? We all have default programming. We all do. And it's like we have old, old hardware that is no longer serving us, okay? So why motivation is BS is because motivation lives in your conscious mind. Motivation doesn't live in the subconscious mind below the surface. And what you want to do, you want to have the subconscious mind and the conscious mind work beautifully and harmoniously together. They're both equally important, but if you have these like negative limiting beliefs about your capabilities, about who you think you are about how much potential you think you have those limiting beliefs that 95 percent are impacting the decisions that the captain is making and those decisions that the captain is making is getting you where you want to go or preventing you from getting you where you want to go so here are my three tips how to not primarily focus on motivation and get results that actually freaking last because that's what we all want. So the first step is taking action, taking messy, taking imperfect, just taking action. It doesn't have to be this like quantum leap in this entire overhaul of your entire life because that is what causes so many people to get stuck. They think they have to change everything and then when they you know attempt to do that, they just revert back. So it's like, If you don't exercise, can you commit to doing a 10-minute walk twice a week? Beautiful. Most people can do that. Can you do that on your lunch break? Can you do it after work? Can you do it in the morning? You know, these small, tiny shifts. And when you take consistent action, you get these small wins. You're like, wow, I can do that. I can do that. And then when you get these small wins, it builds up your, your motivation. And then when you build up your motivation, it creates momentum. It creates this momentum effect. And then when you have continuous momentum, you actually build a habit. And it's our habits that create the transformation. You are the rise or the demise of your habits. But we want to create small, tangible, bite-sized goals. Bite-sized 
teeny weeny bite-sized goals that we can celebrate, that we can see how we are making the needle move. Because if you're just consistent with small things, it's like compound interest on money in the bank or whatever. It's like you build you build that habit. It's the compound effect, okay? So it's like small, messy, and perfect action. Just freaking take action. Stop talking about it. Stop thinking about it. Just take action, okay? So number two is anchor pleasure to the habit you are creating because our brains are wired to move away from pain into pleasure. So what I mean by this, if you don't love working out like, hey, I've been working out since I was like 13. Do I love going to the gym every single day? Hell no, I do not. But I love how I feel after. Um, It's a mental release for me. I get my heart rate up. I feel invigorated. I have more energy. So think about it. If you don't love exercising, Envision how will you feel after you finish that 20 minute, 30 minute, 15 minute hour workout, whatever you're doing. How accomplished will you feel after? How proud of yourself will you feel after? And then also, what is the purpose? What is your deeper purpose? Yes, of course, we all want to look good in a little black dress. We all want to feel confident in our bodies. But what is your deeper purpose for committing to putting your attention and focus towards your health? How will you feel on the other side once you've accomplished it? Are you doing this to be, you know, able to run with your kids on the playground and play soccer with your kids? Or are you doing it so you get, you build that spark back up with your partner that you may have lost? Or are you doing it so you live a more longer life for the people you care about? You want to be here when your kids grow up. You want to be here when your kids have kids. Like when you think not just about yourself, but when you think how what you're doing can vastly and greatly impact everyone you care about in your life and all the people you love, that builds so much more pleasure and so much more um, commitment to you achieving what you want to achieve. And another tip here is like, Okay, so sometimes some sometimes on the days when I don't want to go to the gym, it's like, okay, let me put on like a really awesome, like I'll make a new playlist and I'll be like, okay, sometimes I'll be at the gym and I'll be like, okay, I know the next song on this playlist. This is so boring. I'll put on a brand new playlist or like I'll buy a really cute new workout outfit that I like that makes my body look good. Or I may listen to a podcast. Sometimes I don't because unless it's like something, unless I'm doing like a really like low impact day, like I need like house music or rock when I'm working out. That's just me or reward yourself. Like, Oh, I'm going to have this really good protein shake that I really enjoy after. So link some, some form of pleasure with the habit you are trying to build, you know, even think about it. Like, how will I feel on the other side of this shopping, like going to the store and actually loving shopping or posing for pictures or like doing a selfie and being like, yeah, I look damn good. So envision, you have to vision, you have to have that vision of yourself, of where you are committed and the version of you you are committed to becoming today. Not not in two months when you lose the weight, not in three months, not in however long it's going to be. You have to embody that version of yourself and take on that identity. And I know this is hard for people. I I teach this in my program, but it's like, take on that version of you who has already lost the weight. And I, and if you can't get there, I give this example. 
who is someone you aspire to be or who is someone you look up to? Someone I think is like super rad is J-Lo. I'm like, would J-Lo miss a workout? Would J-Lo miss that business meeting? Would J-Lo eat out every day? No, J-Lo would not. J-Lo is super successful and super committed and super diligent and super disciplined. So take on that identity, even if you're not at that, you know, physical transformation yet, take on that mindset of who is someone that I aspire to be? What would they do? How would they show up if you can't get there with thinking about it from your own perspective? But you you can think about it from, from your own perspective if you allow yourself to, okay? So train your mind to see all the wins you are making. And that's why it's so important that you create small bite-sized goals that you can that you can crush. Can you do a 10-minute walk? Hell yeah, you can. Can you make one healthy meal this week? Okay? Can you make two healthy meals next week? Okay? Can you cut the carbs this week? Can you cut maybe can you cut the carbs at lunch and just have them at dinner? Like I'm talking small bite-sized tangible goals that are easy for you to commit to, okay? And another thing this is just a bonus one. Don't think about your feelings, okay? Like if it's like, I'm not saying don't be a robot, but it's like you, your brain will go back to default programming. If you're like, okay, I'm committed to go to the gym at 9 a.m., just go to the gym. Just go to the gym. Don't go over, oh, I got to check this email or I, I got to, you know, do my banking or I got to take the dog out. If you declare and decide you're going to the gym at that time, just go count that I got this from Mel Robbins it's the five second rule count down five four three two one gym because your brain will decide to do something else if you just don't take action stop thinking about how you feel and just take action okay so really to recap on this episode take action take messy take imperfect just take action and then when you take action consistently it gradually builds that that motivation and that momentum. And with that momentum, you build that habit. And then your habits build that compound effect. And with the compound effect, you build that transformation. And then it just becomes your lifestyle. It's not about having this quantum leap and we see it all the time on social media. It's like, here's my transformation picture. It's like, well, what happened in between there? Because that is the most important. What did you do every single day? How did you create that consistency, that momentum, that discipline? And so many people have transformation photos. But what I care about is if you can maintain that transformation photo. Because what good is a transformation photo if six months, one year, two years later, you can't maintain that? That's a whole bunch of wasted time, energy, effort, and emotion. And nobody's got time for that. So stop focusing on just the transformation photo. You will get to the transformation photo if you do it in a well thought out way, day by day, step by step, walk before you run, create bite-sized tangible goals that work for you and build those habits, build that momentum that will get you there. It's not about, is it the turtle and the hare? Be the turtle. Be the turtle who is consistent consistently showing up making progress because if you look at your life from a bird's eye view if you go sprinting through it and you and then you turn back you go sprinting through it and you got to start again you go sprinting through it the turtle's just going to be smooth sailing smooth sailing through life with a lot less emotional distress effort and with a lot more ease
So that is everything for this episode. If you enjoyed it, send me a DM on Instagram. I love to hear from you guys and I will catch you all next week. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. And if you feel you got some extra value from this episode, it would mean the world to me. If you could head over to Apple Podcast or whatever service you're listening to this podcast on, drop a five-star review. Let me know your thoughts on the show. Doing this really helps more people like yourself find the podcast. And if you're not already following me on social media, right now is the time. You can find me on Instagram at Marja Chow for all your nutrition tips, tricks, and inspiration, or visit my website at fatfueledfemale.com where you can download my free seven-day keto meal plan with recipes. Thanks so much for tuning in, and I will catch you next week.